0: Welcome to Nintendo Dads episode 415 recorded on February 23rd, 2023. On tonight's episode, we talk about Mario Movie Direct, Pokemon Presents, Microsoft and Nintendo signing a 10-year agreement, and all your questions. Jesse, you know what to do.
1: Paizanos, it's me, Mattio, and it's Nintendo Dads, episode four hundred and fifteen. It's February the twenty third. I had to check my watch because I don't even know what day it is this week because life. Yeah, life. We're yes. excited to be here with you tonight uh, and uh, talk about all things Nintendo. Joining me on the show tonight is our very own uh, PSVR two, Jesse Waldack. How are you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. You do know I put
0: the the date and the episode number in the notes every week, right? Yeah. There. Are you sure that's a PSVR or is that Robo Jesse? It,
1: yes, that may be Robo Jesse. <laughs> that, that's how it starts. He's self-actualized. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also joining us on the show this week, Mr. Tim Off,
0: uh, who has had a day or evening, as we will say. Yes, it's been a day. Uh, I had my basement flood half of it, uh, oh. so I had to deal with that all day earlier today. Uh, the top or the bottom half? the 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 unimportant half, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> although a few boxes got wet and stuff like that, but thankfully a lot of the other stuff was on top of, you know, uh, uh, storage units. So what was, it was in the boxes? Uh, they were empty boxes. So there were, you know, empty boxes that we had cleared out and they were just sitting in that empty, in that part of the room. You, you are a lucky man, Tim. You're a lucky man. Yep. A few things got wet that, that survived, you know, they just, you know, packaging got wet on some things and uh, boxes that were holding other things, kept those boxes, kept the other things dry. So it absorbed all the water. Was
1: this flooding related to the uh, giant winter storm? Yes. So did you get uh, snow, ice, rain? What did you get? All of the above. All of the above. It was kind of like us, like a few weeks ago, uh, we were supposed to get all this ice and stuff. And we did. We got some ice, you know, and we got got some snow. And then like um, two weekends ago, right? Uh, the first of February, it was like literally iced over trees, hanging power lines, things mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Uh, uh, and then uh, the weekend, the week after that, on a Wednesday, we had to cancel church because of ice and uh, snow possibly happening yes. right that night. The very next week, we had tornadoes on Wednesday. It's crazy. Uh, and and then the very this Wednesday, it was seventy five degrees. Yes. Welcome
0: to Tennessee. You, this it's crazy. The weather is just crazy. Call We it,
1: experience
0: all the whatever seasons you at once. want. It's it's crazy. I don't care yeah. what what you uh, think is political or not. It's just crazy. I just call it crazy.
1: You know what's so funny? <laughs> I, I don't know if I mentioned this yet, but like we uh like we have this saying here in Tennessee, right? It's if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes, it'll change. Yeah, we have right? the same thing
0: here in Michigan. Yeah, exactly.
1: I it's for, for everything because like
0: when we were yes. in New
1: York. Uh for extra life last year, you know, um, one of the folks that was taking care of us and helping us like get to the train and all that. He was like driving us around and he's like, Yeah, he's like, It's crazy. Uh, you know, because we were sitting out on this guy on uh, Lee Navarro's porch, you know, after yes. Extra Life was over. And it was very nice. It was he's beautiful. He's like, it's supposed to be cold right now. And he's like, Oh, yeah, well, it's New
0: York weather? If you don't like
1: yeah. it, uh five minutes, it'll change. I was yeah, like, Me, be-
0: we Jace say that in and, Tennessee and Sean Capri walked to McDonald's to have lunch. That's how nice it was. So, and I had to like, say, I, had, Sean I, a Capri- name drop. I, I thought name you drop. were going to say
1: that Sean Capri uh, says the same thing about weather in Canada. <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> like, if you don't like the, if you don't like the snow level, just wait five minutes. There'll be more, you know, up here yeah. in Canada, but by the way, by just the way, as long as just, turn
2: into a water level.
1: <laughs> before, before we ask uh Nintendo Dad's employee of the year, seven years running, Jesse Waldack, how he's doing. Uh, let me tell you how, I, I think Justin's had a pretty good week, right? Uh Justin teleported to Edmonton, Canada, and showed up on uh, uh over on Sean's show, like acting like
0: he wasn't there. And that then all me for a loop. I you know, was like, you know, I got the message that they were doing the show, right? And I was like, yeah. all right, you know, I got some time, I'll go check it out. And I look, and I thought Shapr- Sean was Chapri. I was going to call him Chapri. <laughs> I thought Sean was going was doing some sort of computer magic and had Justin, you know, like green screen, you know, to make it look like he was there. But I, I you, took- you've done that before, right? And I'm looking, I'm looking, and I'm like, he's actually there. What the heck? He didn't tell any of us that he was going to be there. Yeah, like, I, I would have thought he would have hyped it up and you know I, said, I, Hey guys, I, you know, come watch me be on you know Nintendo Drive. But
2: yeah, I, I still have that YouTube video in my watch list. I haven't,
0: well, I want to watch it, but I haven't had yeah. to yet.
2: <laughs> it was fun, it was fun. he
1: was yeah. he was just really ashamed of being on Nintendo Drive. That's what it was. He was like, Um. They've kind of guilted me into it. And no, he, no, Nintendo Drive is perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Very <laughs> good podcast. It's a very good podcast. You should go check it out if you haven't. But yes. uh, Jesse Waldack, how are you doing besides being one of the lucky few, apparently, who got a
0: PSVR uh, 2. Uh, it, uh, can oh, I? Are ask, they hard
2: to find? I haven't. Had a, I, haven't I don't heard. know. But can I? Can I it's ask a question? It's not about hard to
0: find. It's about how much they are, Jesse. Well,
1: <laughs> that, that, yeah. My my question <laughs> is: is on a scale of one to ten, Jesse, how notable is the PSVR two? He's got
2: it. That's why you it's notable. Mean, compared to what? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean? You I'm know, just I, wondering if it's or, notable or not. Oh, uh, uh, for right now I think say seven it what i've played is fun. i just hoping that there's something I, I can find a game that is will make it worth the purchase
1: would would you say that it's a notable release though
2: oh yeah definitely yeah it 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 looks beautiful you know having basically two 4k displays sitting in front of your face it's you can tell the difference like you know even i I've, I've dabbled with the quest 2 a little bit you can tell the difference between between them very good very good. Nice. Well, you know, I'm glad that you have it. We're glad you're l- alive. L- a larger <laughs> degree of range of what you can see. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's more than 90. So it's like, and you know, they even have a little some flaps in the back that if you hit, pull it tight, it pretty much cuts out any light coming in. So it, you really can get sucked into it. That's cool. I
1: that I will. Um... Maybe touch one one day, who knows um we'll we'll see. I never thought that there that we would have v r in our house. you know now we have a metaquest too, so um, but that was I didn't spend my money for that,
2: and i'm I'm not going to um Great. anyway. Uh, Blanco asks, what's the over under on the number of hours I put into the p s v r two He goes three hours,
0: and I'm like, well, so far, I put in <laughs> one so far, I've put in a little more than one. So, yeah, I, I'm going to say over. I think there's going to be a game where you actually play a lot more. Well, he
1: told me before the show that all the games are shooty, shooty or jump scares. So he really doesn't care about them. Although well, although, you could play
0: your games in 4K, though, he, right?
1: he does own Tetris effect connected. So there yeah. you go. There's at least three hours right there. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. For people who don't have a 4K HDR screen, you there, there's your 4K HDR screen. You can put it on your head. Of course, I already have one, so it doesn't really gain me anything.
0: Right. You <laughs> can be immersed, it, yeah, fully
2: immersed. But they, they don't have, like, the background or anything, but be, you can play any PS5 game on it. It's like you're sitting in a movie theater playing it on a big
0: screen. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a benefit, I think, that they don't really shout out or, sh- or sell, you know, is that... You know, yeah. There's the VR games, but you can play the regular games on it too, as if you were playing on a movie theater type yeah. screen. So,
2: Robert in the chat asks, "What was it like having with my glasses?" It fit perfectly fine with my glasses on. The kind of downside is these are transition lenses, so like the top part has a prescription, the bottom part is more like a reader. So if I'm if I look did down at something at a distance, it's blurry. And that was happening in VR. So I I think next time I play VR games, I need to swap out with my older glasses that are hundred percent prescription. Then ah. that problem won't happen. But gotcha. the, the eye the eye tracking is brilliant. You know, this is a th- part of the setup. Actually, is has you just look around, and it'll show you where you're looking.
0: There's a game that I saw announced that the mechanic is you blink. And I thought that was interesting to to tell the story.
2: And in fact, that's how the PSVR gets around trying to maintain 90 frames a second is uh, like if you're looking uh, here, then they'll super detail this area. But everywhere else in your peripheral will be blurred because you're not going to notice because it's in your peripheral.
0: (laughs) That makes sense. Well, thanks (laughs) for joining the PSVR 2 dads this week. (laughs) Speaking of
1: immersive, how about we immerse ourselves in some news, shall we? Do it. Go it, do it. Yes. And our news is brought to us each and every week by you guys over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can join in with the greatest community of all time. I said it the greatest community it's the biggest it's the best it's the greatest community it will ever be it's huge. it's huge it's a huge it's a huge community and i know uh, that discord better than even discord knows itself it's uh it's very good very good uh, lots that, of we haven't heard that voice in a while there's there's a lot <laughs> lots of good people over on the discord uh but anyway you can head over to patreon.com backslash nintendo dads a dollar five dollars ten dollars or thirty dollars a month sign up uh and be part of the tiers over there and uh help change the world and fuel this uh, dumpster fire as it continues to drive on downhill uh and we'll get to our other uh sponsor manscaped later on in the show uh big news this week Mario Movie Direct uh, is coming at us on March 9th and this is like if you think about this, this is uh, pretty uh, epic because of the lead time that they've given us on this direct. this is if you if you think back to Nintendo's last few you know direct presentations, there's not been all that much warning to them, right? there's been rumors, but never right, a right. long form confirmation like this. I mean, we're talking a couple of weeks. This will be the final trailer for the Mario movie. Uh, they also said that there will be no uh, game information included at all. And so um,
2: what do you guys think? Stop like, from complaining no, about no,
1: they're not going to like, uh, are y'all even going to watch this trailer at this point? Like, I know yeah, there's, there's some am. people out there. There's some people out there who's like, yeah, you know, this is spoiling the movie. I can figure it out or whatever. Um, I don't. I think there's still. A, I think there's still a ton of stuff that's yes. that's behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And unless this trailer just blows the doors off of that, I still think
0: there's going to be lots of surprises on that yeah, day. You know what I mean? Why is it that we people keep saying um, that about trailers? Oh, the trailer is going to spoil everything, or it will, or do this and that. When every single time, if you watch the trailers. It's only showing off the first, if you're lucky, 30 minutes of the movie, some right. things that are happening in the first 30 or, minutes.
2: Or if you're Marvel, you put something in the trailer that got cut. Exactly. The movie.
0: <laughs> They're not mm-hmm. going to give you everything in there. Yes, there have been some here and there speckled through history that have done a, where the trailer's probably better than the whole movie itself. But most of the time, I'd say 99% of the time, you're not going to get spoiled. Now, if I you can- want to go totally dark, I totally respect that. And see, that's that's kind it's of what I'm doing. Good luck to you, though. I, I'm kind of
1: done that for for Tears of the Kingdom. And I kind of did it for Breath of the Wild. There were there, I I can choose to have blinders on. Like exactly. there's things that I don't want to see. I'm going to choose not to see them. Like when Dread was coming out, Tim, I did not go to the website. Like I didn't go to yeah. the briefing website totally because here's the deal: that. I don't want to see any part of that game before yeah. it comes out. Like if they were to announce today a brand new Mario game, show me the original trailer for it, like the the, the reveal trailer, and I'm good till the game drops. Yeah. Right so like but with this yep. Mario movie like I realize it's going to be a little bit harder like Jesse said there's Mar- uh, there's already uh you know McDonald's toys that have been out those were definitely timed with the movie's original release date because they've already been in, here and gone and McDonald's sets those things up like years in advance right like yeah. they secure the licenses produce the toys they're they're yeah. in a shoot that's just going to happen right. um but but Walmart's there there's already some Walmart's that are that are like not leaking, I guess, but like just accidentally putting out the toys and people can buy them. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm I'm figuring there's going to be some spoilers in there somewhere. But but you can still avoid them. You can still avoid that if you just don't shop in the toy section exactly. and don't you know. But but like the do you? Do you I, I know I complained about this a week ago, but I was like, like thinking about this. Can you imagine what it's going to be like from April second through April seventh? Old like, movie that, will probably be out on, online somewhere. Well, no, I'm just talking about like the whole every news site is going to be promoting everything Mario movie, right? Oh, like right. there's IGN, Polygon, all those places. They're going to have all the Mario news, all like it's going to be like a 24 7 drip feed um, yeah. of, of stuff. And it's going to be really hard to avoid spoilers, uh, I think, especially, especially like you said, the movie's probably going to leak and there's probably like after the red carpet premiere and things like that. I can't see it. Like I was hoping that I would get to see it like the Thursday night and then we could record, you know, like maybe late and be like, let's do our first impressions. I can't do that because guess what? My son's birthday is on Easter Sunday.
0: And guess what? He's going to have to reschedule his birthday. That's what
1: he wants for his birthday? Well, on (laughs) Friday, on Friday. We've rented an entire row at the local movie theater for him and his friends. Nice. Because it's that they're doing like our little one screen theater here in Lexington is doing a uh the Mario movie like opening day. Right. Beautiful. They're getting they're going to have it. So uh that's, that's I was better. like, I called him. I was like, hey, can we rent a whole row? Can like we just go ahead and secure the row that we're going to be in? And the guy was like, yeah. Cause nice. that's guaranteed ticket sales. Right. So yeah. he and he and his friends, well, you got 10, 10 or 12 seats. Like we're, we're going and that's it's going to awesome. be awesome. I got like, I not going to be on the internet at all on Friday. I'm not, I, I don't want to see anything about it. Um, yeah. Don't blame you. But here's what I do think they're going to do. They're going to show us something in this trailer mm-hmm. that's new. They're gonna oh, show yeah. at least one thing that's new. Like it's not I, I think what they'll they'll probably stitch together some of the stuff that like other regions have seen. Like I know that, like, you know, there's been like Spain or England or something, they got like a little bit more footage of this thing or that thing. Uh the cat Mario and Donkey Kong thing. I I do think that we'll probably see some characters speak in a big trailer that we've not seen yet, like Donkey Kong. Uh, my son reminded me tonight. He's like, Dad, did they not cast Birdo? for this movie. And I was like, yeah, yeah, they did. So there's stuff out there, you know, yeah. Um, but this is, this being a direct and, and all that. Uh, I just like the hype is real. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for this movie. I'm so right. I'm so
2: ready. Um, y'all have any more thoughts on that? Any, anything? We're looking forward to seeing the movie. Uh, We, we are going we will be flying down to Texas on Friday for a sa- for my nephew's wedding on Saturday. So we are planning on going to see the movie Friday night. Okay. And so I will hopefully, you know, whatever they open up ticket sales, I'm going to try to buy up five or six seats. Like we'll... <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking that, that I'm, I'm probably going to see it at least two times
1: that opening weekend. Probably. Once for oh, once yeah. for my kid and once for me <laughs> to yeah, go back and pick all the little details, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try. Probably, I'm gonna guess it's gonna be end up being the weekend that I'll see it. Um, but I I also was tempted to go see it if I have to by myself at a midnight showing on Wednesday night or Thursday night. Or, well, not yeah. Thursday night, but you know, Wednesday if night. You if they see have it,
1: it before me and you say anything, Tim. <laughs> Sonic showed up in the movie. Tim, I tell you what, if you go see it before me, baby, and you say anything, I hit you in the head with the plunder. All right, we're going to come in there. Did you see that part with Mega Man? Mega Man's in Minecraft now, so I'm not ruining anything out. Um, A couple of things. Yeah. Yeah, They did a Captain In homage. Oh, my gosh. Um, Here's the deal. Uh, A couple of details about this movie that we do know now. Uh, is the runtime is being reported accurately at ninety minutes, which Jeff Grub uh, reported months ago. If you remember, Jeff said that the movie was going to be around ninety minutes, so he's right on the dot. That's uh, normal for animation. So I would say so. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't expect there to be anything. I do. I, I will go ahead and tell you uh, that uh, this is. Don't call it a prediction. Call it a spoiler. This is. This is uh, something that I think is going to happen. Um. There will be a Jack Black Bowser musical number.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Oh, yeah. I I, I am fully I can, I, like... Yeah, I could see that. I am fully counting on Jack Black to give us something amazing that is gonna just well, blow
2: it, our as minds. I, as I said before, most of that main cast has a musical background. This could be a musical movie, like... Nightmare before, or Nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> what, is the, what if that is what they
1: show us, Friday? Um, a couple of things that are not not really movie-related, but uh, they kind of tie in um, that are more Mario-related. Uh, rumor is a, a special Mario movie-themed Switch package will be released closer to the movie, possibly on March 9th. That, that will be part of the Direct as well. It'll be a kind of a retread of the Mario Switch with the red Joy-Cons. Um, That's the rumor is the red Joy-Cons Mario Odyssey as a pack-in and then an additional pack-in that relates to the Mario movie somehow, possibly like a movie ticket or money off a movie ticket, uh, Mm -hmm. something like that. I think that's a great move for Nintendo if they do that, if they can get that in stores and get that positioned. um, I mean, really, for your casual fan who maybe is just kind of looped back in because of the Mario movie news. Oh, Nintendo's got this thing called the Switch, right? You know, uh, that helps bump up some of those sales figures for this year. Now, whether or not that actually happens or not, it's just,
0: it's all conjecture and rumors right now. They sell it right, though. Because, I mean, look, if you got a Mario movie coming out and you got a Switch-themed, Mario Switch-themed, you know, system... um, And you advertise that you can play all those old systems and old Mario games you used to play.
1: Print it right on the box.
0: Print it right on the box. Yes. Right?
2: Including Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. Exactly. And like a list. I mean,
1: Nintendo's. Nintendo's done something like that before, you know, like have yep. here's all the games. Uh, I could totally see him doing that. Like yes. maybe like a retro Mario packaging. Um it, yeah, they sell they sell half a million. No, not of Mario Kart 8 Nintendo, no. <laughs> no. No, no, they, they but you know what? They may do it. Like it's like Mario Kart's a big theme of the movie. It's like yeah. you've seen Mario drive a cart. Have you played <laughs> Mario Kart 8? If okay.
0: If it's Mario Kart, 8, it sold. better be, Yes, you've played the game. <laughs> it better be an OLED Switch in that box this time instead of the whatever generation Switches in that box. They're still trying to get rid of. Yeah, honestly, if
1: they did that, if they if they did an OLED Mario bundle, that would uh, I I mean, you know, people if any bundle that they do with with
2: limited edition Joy Cons, people are going to buy it. Yeah. yeah.
0: But, but if they just even just
2: three D All Stars
0: and as a pack in, I would love it if they did. You know they did the Sky, because um, that'll upset everybody. They did the uh, the um, Zelda Sky, whatever game that was. Uh, Joy Cons they did just the Joy Cons. I wish they would just do that, just the Joy Cons of a Super Mario movie Joy Cons or something like that. That would be kind of cool.
1: Honestly, every uh, special edition Switch if Nintendo would just very nicely sell the special edition Joy-Cons and docks through their own store on the web, that'd be great. Yeah. I'd own them all. Because Mikey Dreamer the, the, saying
0: Skyward Sword. Is that the those, game I was trying to say? No. Was, yeah. Because yeah. I kept saying that Sky game that Zelda did.
1: The um, <laughs> the the Skyward Sword Joy-Cons being sold separate were brilliant. Uh, yep. I love those. Those, those are my those, main. Those yeah. Are my those main are so good. But if I could get a hold of those Splatoon Joy-Cons, the Splatoon 3 Joy-Cons without buying the the Switch. Oh, yeah,
0: uh, yeah, I wouldn't buy it Oh you my gosh,
1: those. I I want those so bad. Uh a little other Mario news here. Miyamoto actually commented on the next Mario game this week. He's been listening to the Nintendo Dad's podcast and hearing me talk about it and he said, "Marty Miyamoto's son." He Hello. says he said, "Marty, we will release info." When we get a time, when we get to a time where we can do so that's literally his quote we will release info on the next
2: Mario game when we get to a time where we can do so. You run the, your own schedule for the directs. you can make the time <laughs> Yes yes
1: you can make the time it can be 10 a.m on a Friday. just do something anyway. That, to me, says they're still developing it. Yeah. It isn't ready yet. Yeah. So, uh, and speaking of NSO, uh, from the UK uh, this week, uh, the CMA suggests that Nintendo uh, Switch Online will be on the Switch's successor. And the reason for that is... uh, Uh, This quote here, it says, uh, and by the way, the UK, the CMA is the Competition and Markets Authority, uh, which uh, has been investigating the uh, Blizzard Activision Xbox deal. Okay, so they've gone through a lot of documentation about um, the competition. They've looked at documentation about Sony. They've looked at documentation about Nintendo. uh, And they may have inadvertently revealed the successor to the Switch. Uh, This is... This is what uh, it says. This is their quote. Nintendo Switch Online has been excluded from our shares as Nintendo's cloud gaming service is very limited. Nintendo's cloud gaming service is only available on the Nintendo Switch device and redacted.
2: Yep, I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) It sure as hell
1: isn't the 3DS. It is not. So, uh, yeah.
0: So fire up the switch to rumor machine <laughs> one more time. Now, somebody did say that it's. That we could always throw it in there that it's a could be a mobile. It could be NSO or Nintendo could be looking at making, um, a store for NSO for mobile.
2: Hmm. Possibly. Well. You know what? Either way, it's something that Nintendo doesn't want to announce yet. Yeah, yeah that's that, not, something not they don't to want do
1: to they don't want to talk about it yet. They will talk about it, they will share info about it when we get to a time where they can do so. But of course, Nintendo wants us
2: to play games on their hardware. They don't
0: Yeah, they're not making a mo- they're not making Or mo- again, you know, they can always get uh, a a joystick, uh Joy-Cons, uh, version of Joy-Cons that you can attach to your phone.
1: It is the uh, Nintendo Store,
0: (laughs) the backbone. Yes, the the Nintendo rails, Nintendo backbone. (laughs) Yes, with yeah, yes.
1: So, if it was the Nintendo Switch and this was the backbone, we would call it the backbone slide,
0: because the Joy-Con slide in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, think of this. Think actually. I'll just make about that. The the rails may could just make an accessory for your phone where Mm -hmm. you can put your phone in it. Has the rails and you can use any of the Joy Cons you already currently have. That's that, that was my point. Yes. Yes. That's what I was talking about. Yeah,
1: yes. that's that's good. That's good. I like it. I like it, but I don't like it. I hate it because it's gross. I don't like I don't like mobile. I don't like that. Mm. Anyway, so there, yeah. Uh Miyamoto Square Enix,
2: You have to have your games compatible with <laughs> for it to work.
1: Yeah, they'll just release uh, ports that you have to tap on your phone. let call them Nintendo slide ports. Um, anyway, uh, Miyamoto-san, thank you for acknowledging our desire for a new Mario game. Uh, thank you for they, hearing they me. They listen to us over there. Uh, right, right. So there you go. Uh, I uh, would. You, uh, give more regards to uh,
2: to uh, Kondo-sama.
1: Yeah. And you can forward <laughs> any of that Mario um, info that you want to forward to uh, marty at at, uh, nintendodads.org. There you go, marty at nintendodads.org. Put that Mario, um, just inject it right into my veins. There we go. Uh, A couple other little news items here before we move on to some other stuff, uh, probably that's a little bit bigger. Saudi Arabia's investment firm now owns 8.26% of Nintendo. A week ago, they owned 7.5% so uh in 2 weeks they have uh they've gone from a 6% ownership to an 8% ownership uh don't let that scare you uh if you're wondering does that mean that Saudi Arabia is going to be able to tell them to know what to do they still do not hold a majority stake in the company and
2: y'all and they the, never will yeah the majority stake is already privately owned by the by the family still Yeah, they will never that it, it, we will be we we will be long dead
1: if that ever happens. Of course, as someone on Twitter said, you know, in 10 years it
2: could change and we may not be here in 10 years. So yeah. that's okay. Uh, and, you know, that's, you know, I, you know, w- w- watch out for my 0.00001% stake in Nintendo. <laughs> I don't, yes, know, how small, I don't Jesse, know how listen. many zeros are in that line, but I bet there's Did a lot you, of them. Are Are you, are
1: you the one holding us back from a new F-Zero game? I am definitely not. You got to get on those shareholder calls, man. <laughs> you have a voice. Come on. Um, speaking of coming like, on. <laughs> uh, I just want to say this. If you are the jerk that leaked the Tears of the Kingdom art book, I hope that you uh get diarrhea. <laughs> wow. I, I really do I hope you get I hope you exactly. get wow.
0: I hope you get long-term diarrhea he, he'll spend lots of time in the bathroom looking at that that book yeah I hope that I hope you can't
1: tweet about it I hope it gets all over your phone and uh you know because now here's the thing That's for nasty. the rest of us for the rest of us we have to dodge spoilers now for three months instead of like three weeks so Marty's, good job Marty's jerk. being gross. That's nasty. I mean, I don't want him to die or anything. I just want no, him to poop a that, lot. I mean, all over his phone? Jeez. Yeah. It's it. like if he's sees like, oh, I'm gonna share these tears of the kingdom art and it falls in the toilet bowl while he's trying to clean up. Uh, there you I go. You all. Yep. <laughs> wow. Look, I, I said it on I said it on Twitter this week. He's gonna have tears all right. If you uh <laughs> tears of the kingdom. <laughs> tears. Uh, Terrors of the kingdom. Uh, listen, if oh, you're uh, something. <laughs>
2: Terrors of the bowels.
1: Oh No, I just thought of something that we need to move on. Uh, anyway, uh, like this, this, this leak this week. And I, I was like, you know what? If you're a news, a, a news source or news art, uh, site and you share this, I'm just blocking you immediately because there is no sense in this. Uh, like the art book does it come out on the 12th? Like is it, it comes with the collector's edition that none of us were able to get.
0: Yes. So yeah. here's, here's my thought on that. So that wasn't right for that person to do that, obviously. But uh, what I, I love art books. And of course I'm not able to get one right now, unless they sell some more afterwards. Like somebody a couple people have, uh contacted me and you know heard the last episode and how upset i was about it and stuff like that and they said well there's a couple times they've shown that they they go back out and sell some more so maybe you'll be able to catch it or you know a second batch or something like that so maybe but i really like the art books i really like looking through that especially after i played the game or while i'm playing the game i like looking through them and stuff like that so i hope nintendo does an art book uh for this Zelda game, kind of like they've done with the other Zelda books. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that shares some of that content for those of us that who are unfortunate and could not get those championships. Yeah, and and edition. Tim, I I know we use this phrase a lot, like money on the
1: table, but you know, like one of the places I've been thinking about the collector's edition things where Nintendo is kind of leaving money on the table, is there are a number of us who would buy a PDF versions of these art books. Yeah. If we could not get the collector's version, like for sure. wait, wait until game day, like wait until release. And then in the physical copies or, and the yeah. digital copies, you know, like add a code yeah. that comes up or do, add something. You that could comes do up like as, a
0: digital version of that champion edition. Yeah. And you know, you can pre-order that and then you'd get the, like you said, a PDF copy. Of I mean, that. it's,
1: it's 120 bucks for the, for the champion edition. Surely, the art book they could sell for like 20 bucks PDF.
0: Right. Right. I I would pay that. And I would pay, you know, what is it? So we, with the um, thing we were able to get for $60, but normally it's $70 on the e-shop as well. Yeah. Yeah. I would would have, yeah. Yeah. I would have bought the deluxe version, uh, digital version, if, you know, it was like 90 bucks with that PDF for the art book. I would have done that. But, you know, knowing
1: Nintendo, do you know how the, the implementation of this would be? It would be a digital art book only
2: on your Switch. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me- 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 Mecca suggested that as well, and goes, "Didn't it's the like, hey, do that?" Like, here's yeah, all did.
1: the here's this 900 song collection of the greatest video game music of all time. Don't you want to listen to it you on can your switch? Listen to it
0: on your switch. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, called Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah, that's what that's what. Yeah, like
0: again,
1: here's all these really cool have, remixes could of these songs. have been able to use you-
0: the Nintendo app to be able to play those songs through your phone. <laughs> again not utilizing that app the way uh, you think they would or just release them on apple music
1: you know like or spotify spotify like, normal, playlist normal by Nintendo. right lock it down uh, there you right. go anyway let's move on before we keep complaining yeah, about this stuff and get off my lawn uh, anyway type of stuff. so uh <laughs> let's talk about some other really cool things though that did happen this week uh pokemon announced that there will be a Pokemon Presents that will happen on Pokemon day, which is February 27th, which is next week. Uh, we'll talk about the details of it on next week's show. Uh, number one thing that I'm hoping that they announce during this direct, or this presentation is the patch for Scarlet and Violet. Right? Not sleep.
2: I, pfft, whatever. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, Pokemon I, sleep. I, I don't know why I didn't put it in the notes, but uh, this, this is uh, 6 a 6 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, Oh yeah.
1: Oh, that's okay. That's eight for me. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Why do they do that?
2: I think Just they try get to get coffee. Just get your coffee out. <laughs> yeah, because they want to have it worldwide announcement. So you know, ah, uh, yeah, six yeah, o'clock yeah. Pacific is maybe eight. They eight eight in the evening in Japan the same day. So
1: yeah, so this is Monday uh and you're right like they usually don't they usually do this when there's like a big announcement at least pokemon tries to do it but even if it's not so big (laughs) i'm just i'm like i want the the scarlet and violet to like just finally be playable like now that we've seen what the switch can do like and we knew the switch could do this but like when we've seen since we've seen fire emblem engage we've seen metroid prime remastered come
2: on guys like it's you know (laughs) the Okay, yeah, six a.m. Pacific is eleven p.m. to Pantai. Uh Eleven p.m.
1: Yes. Oh, you know what it probably is? It's probably somebody like Post Malone singing a Pokemon song again. That's that's probably what it is. I hope not. <laughs> you know, ra- it's maybe Harry Styles. Some some random pop star frolicking with a Pokemon in a field, singing about feelings. Uh, again, I don't know. Yeah
2: yeah well yeah they they'll either i don't know if they're they'll probably do d l c route again instead of a third game uh they'll talk i'm sure they'll t- make talk about that they'll probably talk about updates to the mobile games that no one cares about anymore <laughs> oh and i'm sure
1: i'm sure there's gonna be an inappropriate amount of time spent on like that pokemon MoBA Pokemon unite like there's a new Pokemon coming to exactly. unite. Who gives one rat's? Maybe script? it's Pokemon Unite 2.
0: <laughs> Where is Poke tournament two? That was a good game. I enjoyed instead that game. of instead of the port, you don't want you don't want the port anymore. <laughs> you want a new version. Right, I just let's do Poketournament let's do Poke tournament two. Let's put some new
1: Pokemon in there. We've you know we've had a couple of generations. I, I would like to see
0: like you know Fuecoco, little tiny Fuecoco. I want versus- po- Pokemon tournament combat, where it looks like Mortal Kombat, but Pokemon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this said they finished the Pokemon where they like there's blood and they, guts. Yeah, the finisher, yeah, the finishers yeah. are their moves. Tear off Charizard's head. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Be, it would be great. Um, but so, yeah, we'll talk about this on next week's show. You'll probably see, uh, uh, what, you know what we'll do since Justin wasn't here tonight. We, we three, I think we can unanimously vote. Justin's going to live stream this, right?
0: Yep. He'll be All up right. with his coffee.
1: Yep. And Justin, Justin, yeah. you just got, uh, you got and voted he'll be in. be trying to say it'll the be Pokemon be names six, that come up. It'll be 7. A.M. His time. Yep. It'll be good for him. Uh, Speaking of good for you, uh, Microsoft and Nintendo announced this week, actually Microsoft announced this week that they have signed a 10-year agreement to put Call of Duty games on Nintendo consoles day and date with other consoles when they release. Uh, they also included in the announcement that the Nintendo versions will have few, uh, I'm sorry, full feature and content parity to other platforms along with day and date release. Uh, I think that was a big at EA. Well, it may have been, but uh, the the caveat of this, and this is I see the long game here that Microsoft is playing. The caveat of this is if if the Activision Blizzard Xbox merger happens, this will happen.
2: If not, forget it. Right, because it's a Microsoft, smart play. Microsoft can't say anything if they don't have a ownership stake.
1: Yep. <laughs> It's a smart play. Uh, Are you guys excited about this? Call of Duty coming back to uh, Nintendo platforms?
0: I'm always excited because it gives players choice, right? So I'm excited about having that option. and, And also, like you said, maybe it is a dig at EA, but it shows EA you can create. Will it be good? We'll find out. But they've had Call of Duty games on before. Some have been bad. Some have been good. There's some that are really good, even on the DS and or the 3DS when they had those. So um, that people, you know, really liked because they were portable versions before mobile, obviously. But, you know, so it's going to be interesting to see. I'm looking forward to it for the single player campaigns that I haven't been able to play on some of the other systems. So because there's some really good looking single player campaigns. I can't hang with the multiplayer people. Those people are crazy. They're crazy good, so they but, are. And my uh, son is one of them. And yes, it's crazy what the what they do. You got grandmas out there doing sniping people uh, that I can't do. So <laughs> I'm just like, but I'll play Koopa the single player. Koopa Kid yeah. says, "How different will the
2: versions be, though? They they say it'll be feature content parity. It doesn't mean that they'll always be 60 frames per second and have the same right. visual effects. Oh no, it, it, I
0: think." It's possible because you, we've seen them do games, uh, other companies do games that you know. Yes, they're not on par graphically with the Xboxes and the PS fives, but they're but, still fun and playable. Yeah. And you're you're obviously giving up the graphics for the being able to play it on the go. Both
2: will yeah. have the same single player mode. Both yes. will have the same multiplayer mode. They may not be cross uh, platform multiplayer, right. and that would be fine this as long as it's available i mean there's there's a
0: commitment too so it's not just making one and then you're afraid you'll never see the franchise again there's a commitment there so you okay if you're into it and you want it on the switch uh maybe because you were some uh, uh, a new dad who used to play on playstation xbox but now you've got kids and you don't have those systems you got nintendo systems but now you can play on the you know your call of duty again on the nintendo systems yeah, again, it may not be graphically on par with what you're used to, but as long as they make it fun and playable with all the content they're not holding back, you know, I think they'll I think they'll be fine.
1: And there's absolutely precedent for that in and I only have to say one name for to show that is Fortnite. Fortnite on Switch looks like garbage. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not terrible, but if you go and play the new like the new engine yeah. Fortnite on PS5, that's hard to
2: come back it, from. Like, if all you know is the Switch version, you'll never know the difference in its fine. That's right, but that's you know, right. My, my son bought you know, my son bought a PS5 a while ago. He he cannot go back to the Switch version. And I'm yeah, sure it'll be the same with his Call of Duty. He, he's probably not going to play the Switch version of that. He'll play but, it on the PlayStation. But Jesse, there's
1: a whole subsection of people that Tim just mentioned who we're a one system household, right? Oh, so we bought right. a system party like, like Drew. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we've got a PS5, but I'm not gonna play.
2: I I, I just don't play I, Call of I, Duty. i meant Justin. I don't know why I said you. <laughs> right, it's fine.
1: I mean, I don't. I'm not gonna play Call of Duty just because I just. Well, don't like of course
2: he series. has an Xbox now too. Thanks, Tim.
1: But, but <laughs> if it's on the Switch, I may. Try it. Who knows? You know what I really liked about this announcement was this is not this was not an announcement of, hey, guys, yeah, we'll throw you a bone and we'll put uh, Call of Duty uh, mobile on the switch and we'll call it Call of Duty, right? Like, oh, you've got Call of Duty, too. You can play Warzone. Uh, Just just like everybody can on their phone. No, this is this is your actual game releases.
0: It's a major effort. I like how they called out Nintendo gamers. They didn't say nin- Microsoft is bringing the games to Nintendo Switch. They said they're bringing it to the Nintendo gamers.
2: Yeah. Well, because they, they know the Switch isn't going to be around a 10 right. years. Yeah. yeah. It's, it will I, be it... one or two successors deep. <laughs> yeah,
1: this 10-year ten, this ten agreement is going to carry them through at least two, at least one system, possibly, on to two. Yeah.
2: But and, I, you know, I, and, of course, this is kind of in reaction to Sony's argument Saying, "Oh, if they own Call of Duty, they'll hold a monopoly," and we'll, which is we'll hilarious. Us. Yeah, and like they're like they never said that. They said that they wanted it everywhere. So here they finally they they verbally said said yeah yeah we want to put this on Nintendo. Now they they're, talk. Now they put ink to paper. Yeah, they they've put their they literally put their money where their mouth is. So now it's up to Sony
0: to do the same thing they talked about that on the Nintendo drive. Seth brought up the, there's, I guess a chart that was being shared that Sony was bragging at one point before this all came up about having a large percent percentage of the gaming uh, market. Like you could see like a big, like two thirds of this pie chart was all Sony PlayStation and uh, and a, you know, a third of it was Microsoft and Nintendo was nowhere on there. But Sony was at some sort of you know speaking thing where they were had this pie chart where it showed they had you know like eighty percent of you know or sixty five percent of the market share in in that region, you know, I think it was Europe or something like that and then uh but now they're talking about Microsoft trying to get a monopoly <laughs> It's kind of funny Sony
1: <laughs> yeah have you all have you guys ever noticed that sony's um Sony absolutely dominates on the even numbered system years,
0: and on the the odd number years they they falter. They're actually doing pretty well. They just announced their their numbers too, and I think they mentioned something. I just read it briefly, so I don't know all the details. But yeah,
2: yeah the problem with the five well. isn't anything wrong with the five. It's just or or their marketing, which is what you know Xbox One's problem was at first. But you know it was just. Uh, getting systems out available is, yep. and everyone had that problem. But they're on the upswing right now, according to that article. I was yeah, reading yeah. About, so, like, like the in in Japan, they're selling almost they've sold almost a hundred thousand units a week for the last month and PS fives. Well, they're finally available. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that, and
1: when it comes down to, when it comes down to it, that is the, the what has held them back for so long is console availability but uh you know even today with and I know we're diverging here but even today with PlayStation's state of play um most of their big games that have come out of now have have been for the ps4 too still to me like and this is gonna maybe be a controversial opinion but I don't know maybe it's not um. I don't really feel like there is yet uh, more than just a handful of compelling reasons to own a next generation console. There's not, I mean, there's, there's very few exclusives. Now, are we going to see some of them coming up today? Absolutely. But uh, another thing that this is uh, I'm just now seeing this, why does suicide squad kill the justice league require an online connection for single player?
2: Because they wanted to kill my interest in the game faster than Harley could kill Barry. Well, they did
1: that when they made it a looter shooter. (laughs) I didn't want that. I wanted more Arkham asylum style gameplay, but with suicide squad, uh, gaming sucks so bad sometimes. Anyway, uh, this, this is a really cool thing for, for Nintendo and Microsoft all around. I, I do think it's interesting, and I, I, maybe we want to talk about this just a, a tidge, uh, that the wording of the, uh, the the original news coming out made it sound like maybe it wasn't just Call of Duty games that have this 10-year partnership, that maybe there are other Microsoft games included in this.
2: As well, did you guys see that? I did not, but yeah, you know, if we can get rare replay out there, that'd be cool. I I don't know that
1: it's that. It may be uh, more along the lines of um, I was thinking like stuff like Cuphead, you know, Ori, things mm-hmm. like that, because uh, Studio uh, Moon Studios has. Been pretty vocal lately about like, hey, we're developing a new title. Hey, it's make or break for us if if you know for this title. Um, and I I just think it's going to show up on multiple systems because I think Ori on Switch has made them
2: a good bit of money. Yeah, Maybe I'm yes. wrong. You know, and you know, Switch Switch has the uh, the the market share. The PlayStation Five has. Mo- double the market share of xbox series approximately so even if it's not coming to switch but cross-platform with playstation that still gets it in our hands
0: yep and even still if i mean if i haven't seen this done yet and or maybe somebody could tell me if it has been done or something similar but it used to be done, I guess, in second screen type stuff, right? So, or even if you did something on your mobile app and then did, took it back to the game, you could do it. I think that Microsoft or any other system could create a game for the Switch or a Nintendo console that's not necessarily the same game. So let's take Starfield, for example. It's not out yet. It's a huge game. Highly unlikely it's going to come to the Switch unless there's a starfield companion type game that comes to the switch that somehow links to the main overall game so that your actions done in the game that you play on the switch will carry over to the main game on starfield if you're a, per, a gamer who has both systems or even a pc version i think that could be something that could be done too maybe not necessarily all games will be you know like they said uh on par with the original game on their systems, but maybe they could have other games that link up to their main game. Because I think I that did, would be a good marketing point, too. I know? wanted to, to yeah,
1: and I wanted to circle back around to this before I got um actually. okay? So the reason I said that about other Xbox games is uh, Brad Smith, who is uh, vice chair and president of Microsoft, right, tweeted... On February 21st, this, this were the words we've now signed a binding 10 year contract to bring Xbox games to Nintendo's gamers. This is just part of our mm. commitment to bring Xbox games and Activision titles like call of duty to more players on more platforms. The image that he shared did not mention anything as far as other games, but there's more to this than they're saying, and it I saw sounds that way. I saw a comment on a news article about this that I thought was pretty brilliant, and uh, I have to agree with, and basically it said this. it said, Microsoft would not have signed on for this if they did not know the capabilities of Nintendo's next system
2: that's that's likely.
1: Well, I'm sure because there has think, been
2: some NDA information like, passed around. Like,
1: think about this: ten years in consoles is a long time. Ten years in video game development is a long time. How many Call of Duty games are they going to crank out in ten
2: years? Well, probably ten, right? <laughs> if they go at the are, rate they have been going. Though I, I have advocated as, they maybe go every other year. But as
1: Tim said, are we going to be? 17 years into Nintendo
0: Switch playing Call of Duty? No. No. But it also, too, could mean something that we have no insight into yet. You know, as far as Nintendo has been known to work with companies to do certain things, right? So because Microsoft has the Azure, if I'm pronouncing it right, cloud um, infrastructure, Maybe that's something they get involved with.
1: It may be. It may be. And that would be great. But I just think this is this is like champagne and flower and, and flowers all around, right? For Nintendo and Microsoft. I mean, right. this this makes both of them look like a million dollars, right? This makes both of them look great. They come out of this smelling like roses. No, Nintendo is not going to make any agreement for theirs for their games to appear on a Microsoft console. It's not going
0: to happen. <laughs> But um, we cannot never say never. You never but, say can, never. Can you it, imagine
2: Tears of the Kingdom in 4K 60 or 4K
0: 120? It would be nice. I don't think it would be anything new. I do, however, think that it's possible that there could be something offered as far as classic games on a, on a, a Microsoft.
1: You know what? I say, you, you know what I say. We do. Urban Champion. Here's what I say. We do. The exchange is: you give us Call of Duty and some of your Xbox exclusive, like Indies and things that are really big, you know, Tunic, Cuphead, uh, Ori, all that. Right? We'll give you F Zero. We'll give you Star Fox, and we'll give you
2: um, we'll give you one for the kids. We'll give you Chibi Robo. Have fun. Maybe, maybe Nintendo allows Bayonetta to go cross platform again. Ooh, there's that
0: or or here's the thing. They'll do. It's like it won't be on the Switch, but they'll say, "Hey, here you go. Here's the whole Mother trilogy. You put on there." Don't do that. <laughs> that is a
1: cursed <laughs> sentence. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Let's move on on that note. So let's talk about a game release update here. Mario uh, and Rabbids Sparks of Hope DLC for the Tower of Doom has been uh, dated March 2nd. So next week, guys, next week we get our first DLC for that. Uh, I guess I need to finish the game. Maybe.
2: going to continue to be unplayed, I'm sure. <laughs> Have you even started it? I have. I started it on the on the plane to New York, or the tra- and played some on the train. And you haven't and played since then. I haven't touched it since then.
1: All right. I, I may have won the over under on that one. <laughs> uh, well, the well, guys, that's our news. Uh, let's head over for a quick ad break from our friends at
0: Manscaped. All right. So this one we're going to do a little bit different. So I figured that you know, instead of doing the ad read, we'll talk about how, what we use for Manscaped and stuff like that. We don't have to get too personal obviously, but uh we can talk about some of the products that we've been using such as like we all got the hedger the hedge hedger, the beard trimmer. Uh obviously Justin did, that's why he's so clean-shaven all the time, you know, cuz he you know got he's been using it. Uh, But again, a lot of us, yes, sometimes they send us products to try out so we can officially talk about it. But we also use the Nindad's code, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com to get our own things that they don't send us because they don't send us everything. And, you know, so like Justin, he got the, the whole beard kit. I just got the hedger, which I'm very thankful for. So I had to order myself the uh, conditioner and, uh, beard shampoo. So, and I, and I've really enjoyed it. I love the smell of the beard shampoo. And then I love the, how the, the conditioner helps soften up my beard. And that hedger, I swear is actually, I, I had stuck with my trimmer for so many years when I heard we were getting the hedger. I was like, Oh man, this better be really good. Cause I've been using this old spice head, you know, one that I've been using for years. Um, in when it, my old one broke, I got a, the same one, a new version of it. So that's how much I liked it. Uh, but when they gave us the hedger and I tried it out, man, that sucker really does work really well. So, um, I've, I've used mine a lot and, um, and it does very well in fact i was able to trim off some of the bulk i've had here in my beard for a while i've actually as soon as they told us that we were sending some um the hedger i was waiting so i could trim it up so and actually it works really well so jesse i heard you used it too right
2: yeah I've, i've used the hedger just for like the mustache area i just set it to like a three and that that's the perfect Perfect length for it. Thanks. No, I haven't used it for this because I want to keep this long. And, right. uh and then I want I want to use like the oil and the and, and everything, and it's just twenty five years of a habit of not doing anything yeah, for your beard. Exactly, yeah, makes it hard to start. Trying to yeah. take care of your beard, so it's something I'm still wanting to do. I haven't had a chance to do it yet. But have you tried products. it without the
0: guard yet? On any of you know the side sections or your neck or anything?
2: No, that's probably a good idea. I do you know for I do I do use their single blade for like the like yes. up after I do a regular electric razor on my sides. Yeah. Give well. that,
0: give that one without the guard. Try, you know, if you want to try, you know, shaving your neck and all that with it. It's actually, I was surprised at how well it did without the guard and I didn't have to use like a, you know, shaver or anything like that. I, so, I yeah, mean, I did I'll have to use the I... razor blade to get closer, but it won't get that close, but it's still, it, it lined me up well and all that kind of stuff. So, Highly recommended that. Uh and of yeah. course they have other products there too. So like what other yeah. products do you use, Jesse? Yeah. Like the the deodorant lip balm, the shampoo.
2: Yep. Yeah, that's the, what I got uh, your lip balm. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I always get three uh, packs of these. David. <laughs> the uh the body wash with the uh, the buff body buffer.
0: Those are all yes. products
2: that I yep. use all the time.
0: Yep. Uh, one thing I'm bummed about is that when you get the full package, the whole thing, they send you a free gift, which is the wood comb, uh, scissors, and uh, brush for your beard. And that's something that uh, I didn't get. And I was kind of bummed about it. I was like, oh, that'd be nice to have. But I actually have i have a, one of those brushes already. But the comb and the scissors look nice because it helps you, you trim up that kind mm-hmm. of... Comb is there. very nice. Yes. Comb is very nice. Oh, quit bragging. Quit bragging about what you got there (laughs) you you gotta you gotta have
1: facial hair and you don't have any tim i'm sorry no yeah i have no
0: facial hair right so quit bragging about that what so marty what do you use what did you like about the hedger the most Uh,
1: well yeah
0: i did that's why all of my facial
1: hair is gone uh because (laughs) i set it too low and uh just obliterated every strand of hair on my face. lesson learned start high not low Start high yeah um three (laughs) Three on the clicker dial does not mean three inches. It means uh, like it starts at zero point five,
2: and uh, don't don't start at three. That's yeah, that, I, yeah like, don't do that. If you've used you know other like they were, like traditional clippers that have an attachment, you know they're pretty similar. I've because I've I've used you know back when I used to have a full beard and I would trim it all once a month. I would use the three for that, and it's about the same as what my mustache was.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's very good. Like it's it it's a very high quality device. You can use it in the in in the shower. So if you want to, you know, shave while you're in there, uh re- completely rechargeable, uh with a you know, it comes with the charging cord and all it that. lasts and, a long time. And too. it does, yeah, absolutely. But I'm also using uh like I'm a long time uh manscaped shampoo user. Like I can't find a, a shampoo and conditioner I like any better yeah. now. And, um, that like the wood comb and the bristle brush that comes with the, the pro kit, they nice. just, it's so like everything in there is super quality and what they, I don't know if you mentioned this, but like that trimmer comes with its own, like zip up cord, like or case. Oh, that case isn't so nice. Yeah. It's super like, it's I a hard shell case, uh, with room for some of those accessories in there yeah. and, uh, just Manscaped, is, for like, they, they just kill it, like like quality wise. So, yep. why would you use something else? Like I have a like uh, Norelco or something I used to use to like yep. it was it was almost like as close to shave as a razor, right? Yeah, and I will. I still use that for like a couple of trouble spots, but like I shaved today with the the Manscaped uh, trimmer, the hedger, and it it's fantastic. I mean, yep. why? Why use anything else? Uh, yeah, and the so, lip balm. The lip balm that you mentioned, yeah. I, I carry it everywhere with me now. It's the best that I can find. Like I could find it. Um I actually left mine somewhere uh like at home and I was like out uh for a couple of nights and needed lip balm. And so I bought or used some extra, and it was like, this is what is this crap? You know, like, what? what is this? This is terrible. Yes. And I, you know, I put it on my lips. I was like, well, who do you think I am? You yeah. know? Uh,
0: yep. I don't know. Yeah. So you can actually use, uh, again, use the N I N D A D S uh, code at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. You can use that on their hygiene program, their peak hygiene program, where you can uh, set it up for a subscription to get, Whatever you want, like for me, I get the soaps, like the shampoo and the body wash, uh, because my son uses these too. So we get it uh, every couple months. We get uh, a new, you know, yeah, bottle, new bottles and stuff like that. And you can set up the, your hygiene program how you want it. Whether you want, you know, more lip balms, more the uh, beer shampoos, Blade however you want to set. It. Yeah, exactly. You can have everything set up to that every month, every 2 months, every 3 months you can get something sent to you. And that again, N I N D A D S works for that as well for 20% off and free shipping. That's it for Manscape. Back to you guys. <laughs> All right, so that leads us back to the events. So again, we had our Discord community events this month already for the table. Every second Wednesday of the month at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and every third Friday of the month at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, the community gets together at the table, otherwise known as a Discord voice chat room, to discuss whatever it is on everyone's minds. Again, we've had those this month, so look forward to next month to join in. Want to join in, email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or DM us on social media to learn more.
2: Yeah, The last one uh, was the same day as Ant-Man and the Wasp release, So we were like, no one talked about the movie. I haven't seen it yet. So (laughs) next month, we'll probably have a good conversation about that.
0: Yes. So which means I'll have to go see it again. (laughs) Okay. And then the last event, we got one last pass. A hashtag one last pass. Mike from the GamerHeads podcast reached out to us to suggest that everyone seeing the Super Mario Brothers movie on opening weekend bring their 3DSs with them in hopes of having one last hurrah for Street Pass. I think that is an awesome idea. The Super Mario Brothers movie releases on April 7th. So make sure to bring your 3DS with you so you and have your Street Pass turned on so we can get that last one last pass. Again, use Get hashtag... those lights blinking one more time. Use hashtag one last pass on your Twitter if you're doing that or anywhere else that uses hashtags to f- find out who else is doing that. That's it for events. Let's move on to what we've been playing. Yeah. Right, Marty, go for it. Well...
1: <laughs> I've been playing one game this week, uh, and it was today, because I haven't had any other time to play any games. Uh, But it is the uh, awesome uh, Blanc that launched on Valentine's Day uh, for Switch. This is a story of a cute little wolf cub and a deer who become friends out in the cold winter wastelands as they try to find their their respective tribes and they help each other. It starts out as a uh, kind of not a good relationship and they learn to like take care of each other and you unlock different moves and stuff as you go. Um, This is a great game to play with your kids. Like I was, I was playing it earlier with my son um, and it's it's really chill. Uh, all of the art is like black, like the whole game is black and white. And it looks like uh, like it's hand drawn, almost like I was sometimes when it zooms in really close, like on the animals, uh, I was like, man, this this is almost like Disney like, you know, uh, as far as the, the visuals. Um, it, there's absolutely no speaking. So there, there's also really no text, like there's no setup like a story, like text scroll at the beginning or anything like that. So, like, even little kids could probably play it. But I do think that, like, if you're playing it with little kids, mom and dad, like, you need to help coach them through it, right? So this is a great, like, let's sit down on the couch. Let's you know a little bit of time. Um, my son and I started it tonight at, like, 6 o'clock, and we finished at 7.30, and we're already uh, halfway through the game. Because when we stopped, it said chapter five of ten. So uh, I did find one little uh, part that I was kind of upset about, and there's um, there's a part in the chapter we just finished where you have to do an escort mission, oh. but it's not it's not like any escort mission you've ever done before because it is uh, you are protecting some a little geese baby geese from the wind because the mama has gone on ahead and is waiting for them. And the wind keeps blowing them off the path. So you have to put yourself in the path of the wind. Like you have to put your body between the wind and the duckling. And so there's just a little like little halo that appears like a little oval and you, they that's where they can be. The problem with that is, is that sometimes if the other player isn't where they need to be, the perspective gets skewed, and you like you lose the, the halo, like you you lose them in that. But there's the last one. Um, they they, they work you up to, uh, these little geese getting blown through like grass, uh, where you can't see them, right. And you have oh. to, and and so in this one, like Isaac was the deer and I was the wolf cub and he was on one side, I was on the other. And he had to like escort them up to a patch of grass that was like a U-shaped. So I was on on the inside of it and the wind was blowing all the way across it. So he had to escort the the, the little baby up to one side of it. It blew them through to the middle where I was. And then I would have to walk them up to this little walkway across to the mama. Sounds perfectly easy, right? Except that every time we did it, like almost every time we did it, we finally got through it. I don't know how, but the geese would go up to the top and then it would glitch through the grass and go to the other side. And I'm like, I'm doing this perfectly. (laughs) Stop it. He got in the middle. I got in the middle. We both tried everything. And here's the thing. You can play this game. Um, single player i don't know how i i really think it's meant to be played co-op because you can you have to swap back and forth if you do the if you do it the other way so at least i think i've not tried it that way but uh y'all for 15 bucks and this is this is great like my my son and i have not played a video game together in a long time and so we're really enjoying it and uh if you're a fan of like Artsy games and cute animals. Blanc is your uh, is your go-to. Uh, that's literally what I've been playing this week. Do I want? I would love to play Metroid Prime and Hogwarts Legacy <laughs> and all those other things, but
0: life, life. But at there least you go. got at least you got one game in. You know, yeah, at least yeah. you were able to get something in there. Yeah, you're right, <laughs> Jesse. What you been up to?
2: so i've been playing more of persona 3 portable i haven't gotten too far into it but i have yet i'm still in april in in the in-game calendar but i was able to get into tartarus up as high as i can before the next full moon when the next bosses boss occurs so at this point it's just going through you know starting to do my social links starting to build my like Academics, courage, stats, things like that. I could go back into Tartarus and grind up a little bit, but it's, it's it takes so long to level up once. It's really not worth spending a day to do that. I'd rather you know wait until I can get higher and then get more XP per per fight. So that's so it's kind of like a slow burn on that one because uh, I've been you know trying to play other things such as Luigi's Mansion Three. Woo! And, so, funny story about <laughs> how I picked this picked this game up. Remember a few weeks ago, I said I tried to pre-order Tears of the Kingdom with my Japanese voucher, but it would expire beforehand. So, uh, okay, I needed to pick up a game bef- with that voucher before it expires. So I picked up Luigi's Mansion 3 with it. And then I picked up another two vouchers from the Japanese region. Still, is because they're even cheaper the North America version. I think it was, you know the the at the current conversion rate of ninety nine hundred and eighty yen, it worked out to be about eighty six dollars. So, and I already did a pre order of Tears of the Kingdom and Pikmin Four with it. So, I've already spent both of my vouchers. I don't have to worry about uh, anything more expiring. And but what, I bought enough eShop credit that I can buy another set of vouchers if I want to, so that that's just sitting in my e-shop, in my Japanese eShop account, at the ready. And I, you know if I need to buy DLC for Pokemon or buy DLC for Zelda, that that money's there for that because I'm gonna have to buy those from the Japanese eShop as well. The downside of doing this little region game is DLC has to be purchased from the same region, as Justin found out the hard way. <laughs> Back when he <laughs> lived in Ireland. Anyway, so Luigi's Mansion three. It's, so, I didn't real. This is the first. I've never played a Luigi's Mansion game before. This is the first time I've tried this. Is are all the games this, uh, awfully slow? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Louis, Luigi's not. Uh, he's not fast. No. So I. I I got to the point where I can see. I got the elevator buttons one and five. Got to the fifth floor. Got his briefcase from the maid ghost. Went back down to. Well, I don't even remember what was in it. Oh, it was it was Gooigi. Gooigi was in there. So then and then I then got the elevator button to floor three. So the next time I play. I'll be going up to the third floor. So I don't, you know, I'm not really enjoying it. I kind of kind of didn't think I would. It's because, you know, I've never really had a point, a reason to play Luigi's Mansion before. It was, you know, either, you know, pick this up or lose or lose money. So it's effectively like a free game for me. But uh, I, I do want to put a little bit more time into it. Uh, maybe, maybe something will Can- click. Can, can I encourage
1: you not to give up on this one? Because I really do, like, out of all the, the like, games, like Mario spinoff games, I really feel like this is a Jesse game because it's not just action. It's puzzle-oriented as well. And there are some finicky things, but, I like, I think you need to go back and play the originals, actually, um, especially Dark Moon. Dark Moon is so good on the 3DS, and there's that remake of Luigi's Mansion that's on the 3DS as well. And those two oh, are just
2: I gems. Forgot about that.
1: Yeah, like I, I think those are these three games are are a Mario spinoff series that every Mario fan should own. Um, and you know, like the first one, Jesse does not have the like the slamming that was introduced right. in two. And then oh, three, okay. yeah, the th- two introduced that and three takes it up another notch and gives you some other things like the, the plunger and things like that. But, uh, I mean, there's always a build, but oh, yeah. in the, in the, the first one, it's more, uh, it's more contained. You're all in that mansion. Right. And you're, and so there's a lot more, I wouldn't say like two and two and three got a little more action oriented, um, I think probably just speed it up some and add a little pizzazz, but the first one is 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 there's a ton of puzzles and figuring things out and finding the ghost in the first place.
2: I I, I think you would like it. All right, I'll I'll give those a look if I can track them down. You know, but... eShop man, eShop. Well, you gotta, you've got a not a lot of time left on that eShop. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay okay then the last two games i wanted to talk about were games i picked up yesterday for PlayStation VR2 because that came in i got that it was delivered yesterday i'm actually surprised they got it so fast cuz like it didn't actually it, i got a shipping notification on like the 19th but they it wasn't picked up until the 21st so it was literally an overnight from from Kentucky to get it here yesterday <laughs> but uh, I played Tetris Effect connected a little bit. I'm surprised that was forty dollars. Uh, Did that kind of hurt to spend forty dollars on a Tetris game? <laughs> but uh, it, 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 you know, they're cool. They, the the 3D effects and VR. You know, I expected the you know the game field to kind of stick, stay, stay centered to my face. Like I've seen other games where if I move my head, something moves with me, so I always see it. I kind of expected this to happen here as well. But no, it, if I move my head left, the board is to the right. So it is, it is actually shifting backwards to my head movements as if, I'm, say, I'm, I'm playing it on a big movie screen or something. So that was kind of impressive. Uh, but I'll probably put a little bit more time into that. And Of course, in, I, I also bought Tetris affection connected on the Switch and didn't like it as much as I thought. Just because the way I've been the way I've been playing Tetris for all these years, I like each shape of the pieces to actually have a different color, and I use the color more than the shape to help distinguish between them. And that doesn't work in this game this way. Everything's the same color, or they look they all look the same. So it's so a different way of thinking. So that but the. You know, as, as I talked about on pre show, I don't like shooty games. I don't like spooky games or things that'll jump scare me. So that probably is 95% of things that are in VR right now. So you know, puzzle games are probably like the next group of games that I'd be interested in. So if anyone knows of a good puzzle game or escape room game in VR, let me know. I will take the recommendations. But the game that I did pick up is the last clockwinder. And yeah, you know, I, I all I know about this before I bought it was it's a puzzle game. I'm like sure, I want a puzzle game in VR. And so like your whole room is set up there's like a balcony outside and then there's an indoor room that has multiple levels. You can go up the stairs and kind of explore around. But the there's this machine That yeah, like there's like a like a spinning globe. You can literally you know spin it and to see different points. That you're able to, if you you know change. There's like a tube physically connecting to it, saying so like I'm here. So if I unplug it and plug it into the next slot over, and pull this lever, you know I myself I'm not moving, but like the floor of the bottom level drops down and then comes back up in a, with a new area. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. <laughs> so there's apparently 25 rooms in the game that I'm able to unlock. I've unlocked nine of them in the hour I've been playing. But in, you have to, like, harvest these fruits uh, to in order to get enough juice to power the machine to let you get into the new rooms. Once you've unlocked a room you can freely go back into it, but yeah, it costs j- j- various amounts of juice to run the machines, to, like the first time. And the way you do that, you know, you see a plant that you, you can take a fruit off and then a new one will grow. And then you can you're able to drop it into this receptacle and then pull a lever to, for the intake. But you know, You don't want to do this the entire time, but you're able to set up clones. So you you push a button to kind of program what your clone will do, and the clone will represent itself as like a little floating robot that will do with its arms the same thing you do with your arms. So I set up one clone of grab a fruit, drop it here. And then another clone was pull this lever. So just with just that, I now have a supply of fruit. It's slow are you
0: still playing Luigi's mansion three no this is the last rockwinder
2: <laughs> no I know <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah anyway,
2: and then later on there's another fruit you pick that you uh, you know there's a, there's a clone already there picking it and doing a throw so you have to set up a clone that'll catch it and then throw it because the, the receptacle for that is on the other side of the room, and you can't throw it that far. So I had to set up like two catches and throw clones in order to, and then to get the that fruit into this bin, and then another clone to pull the lever to get that fruit going. So then there's uh, uh the that's pretty much as far as I got in the game. The you know there are other aspects that I haven't figured out yet that have uh, come across. I' trying to avoid walkthroughs, but I might have to hit a walkthrough to figure out what I'm supposed to do there. But yeah, it's it, it's kind of escape roomy. You know, it's kind you know there's a story going on, like there's various tape players um, that has conversations with you as your player character as a kid talking with some with a former clockwinder. And you, you are as, a, as an adult, you know, quote unquote, the last clock wonder, the title of the sh- of the game, trying to automate everything, to so the, again with those clones, so everything maintains this can maintain itself, and then you know, out on the balcony, there is another radio that sometimes you get conversations with another another adult in that that talks to you in terms of present time. Versus the tapes that talks with a recording of a past conversation. So, that's this is the game. That's definitely the game I'm going to go back to to play more of to get use out of the PSVR 2. Sounds really strange and really complicated. It, it was difficult to explain, it was difficult to figure out on the, on the first time through because I, I went into that one completely blind. I haven't read anything on it. Nice. I'm kind of surprised I got into nine rooms in and on my own. <laughs>
0: <laughs> cool. All right. So real quick, what I've been playing, uh, I've been playing the show 23 tech demo. I got to get a little bit out of that, try that out and see how it looked on the Switch. I I had the, uh, the show 22 on the Switch and enjoyed it on there for a little bit. And I wanted to see if any improvements were made on the visuals because it was a little grainy the show 2022, it looks like they've improved it a bit. So that was fun to play around with and test out. I'm not sure hundred percent yet, if I'm going to get the show 23, 23 yet. Um, but I probably will. <laughs> so I like to support sports games since, you know, kind of give a hint at EA, hopefully. Uh, I've also did the Katamari re De- reroll uh for that game trial that nintendo was doing so i got the 100 points for that the platinum points plus i i thought i had played this type of game before the katamari games before but apparently i haven't because when i jumped into it I was like oh this is not what i thought it was and but it was actually pretty fun um so lots I, am of I rolling. Pick, yeah there's lots of rolling and i like that there's it's got a cute story so um thought it was it's, interesting it's pretty dang weird too it i mean let's just weird. be honest It is weird. I I thought it was. I thought it was adorable. So, and uh, my wife has it on. I believe she has this on cart. So I might have to borrow this if I want to.
1: You know, it's right now. If you buy this game uh, on the Switch, it's four dollars and forty nine cents. Or maybe I'll just use some points if I have points. It's crazy how cheap this game is right now. If you've never experienced a Katamari game, you go and do the demo, uh, you know, try this out. And yeah. I think this price is available through the end of the trial. Yes. So man, like. Th- it's you, a good you, game. It, yeah. It, it, for it five is, bucks, I'd like, say, yeah,
0: actually. I that. guarantee We're you go if on. you,
1: if you've never played a game uh, in this series, you've never played a game like this, right? Yes. It's, it's just bizarre in a good way, yes. like it make it's it's like it's weird Nintendo in a good way, right? So yeah. like, but it but it didn't start as Nintendo, so we can't credit
2: them for that. It right. was originally a PS2 game. Uh, yeah, yeah, sale ends on the twenty sixth. Excellent. Ooh, that's Sunday. No, my, yeah, Sunday, Sunday,
1: Sunday, Sorry. Sunday.
0: Sunday. Um, five percent off It's normally thirty dollars. I've also been playing Fire Emblem Engage some more. Um, I'm at Chapter 15. Um, I think the last time I talked about this game, I was at Chapter 12. But I've also been doing some other side missions to kind of um, of um, ramp up my characters a bit. Uh, posting some stuff about my characters because I've just found the whole uh, change class thing and having fun with changing the class because it also means that, it, that some of the characters get new um oh screw it badass costumes
2: <laughs> oh, <the> outfits
0: <laughs> so um but yeah that's pretty cool um so I've been having a lot of fun with that and um um uh, yeah you heard you guys heard me talk about this I'm actually gonna try to do another stream someone actually uh who's been following me on Twitter posts some of this stuff asked if I would stream it again some more I'll probably do a stream of the uh, regular paralogs, one of the paralog uh, events. So I'll do one of those and um, get some more advice from people who've been playing Fire Emblem games for years. <laughs> so this is the one I been—I play. This is the one I probably played the most, even more so than Three Houses. Um, and then I've also been playing Pronti, which is a game that comes out on March 7th. And so we got an early review code that I'm checking out. It's a Metroidvania underwater game. Um, so if you know me, I love me some Metroidvania games. And for some reason I like some underwater games too. So, um, and it is, uh, I can't review it yet. So I'm looking forward to talking about it after March 7th. And right now you can actually pre-order it, pre-order it on the Nintendo eShop and the U.S. eShop is, uh, you get 10% off. So it's $13.49 until March 6th. And uh, like I said, it comes out March seventh, and I'll be able, I'll be dropping a video after that. So that's what I've been playing. Let's move on well, to the community. But, but before we move on, I wanted to quickly mention no that
2: no yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, you know, so over the past several months, I've been collecting new homebrew and television games, and this recently came in it's Pitfall Pitfall 2. Pitfall Two. For the Intellivision. Yes. So, I saw your so, post on that. Uh, so uh, I'm hoping this weekend I can do a, like a, now I have to get my Intellivision set up again because the Famicom is still here. But uh, get that set up and do a new homebrew sh- uh, s- stream. Awesome. That'll yeah. Be, you, that's one
0: thing I want that'd to do. that be try. cool. All right. Now now can we move on to Community Spotlight? I can do that now, right? Marty, I know you're a busy man, and I know you got to jump off. Uh, but let me ask you this one question from the community. Hopefully, you can see this on my phone. I know who's listening can't see it, but from no, this no, list, no,
1: Tim, 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 you're all, uh, you're, you're out of sorts here. I, I've got another. I, I, I could go another thirty minutes.
0: I'm out of sorts.
1: Yeah, you were thinking when I said eleven. I'm in eleven Eastern. I'm in eleven Central. Oh, jeez, my heart out.
0: Okay, good. Well, yeah, we got time. So,
1: well we got, you still can I, I answer wa- that question yeah I, can we can we do that one first this was a twitter yes. question
0: uh yes. i'm so actually this on list
1: of cartoons i'm actually on this right now and, and it's uh it it's a uh, who who sent us this, this um, was, uh here we go underpowered pod underpowered yes. podcast friends of the show go listen. Uh, which '90s cartoon uh, is the best from this list? And all of us have to answer. It's uh, list A, the, list B, or list C. Though. Yeah. So, so let's do this. Uh, I will li- I will list these out for for audio listeners. So, list A is Batman: The Animated Series, Animaniacs, Space Ghost Coast, Coast to Coast, X Men, Family Guy, or Thundercats. Uh, which Thundercats was not a '90s cartoon. Uh, so I'm kicking that one off the list. Yeah, Thundercats that, that was, was 80s, that was and 80s the revival was in the 2000s. 2010s. Yep. Uh, list B, Hey Arnold, Dexter's Laboratory, South Park, Gargoyles, Samurai Jack, or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, and list C, Johnny Bravo, Tailspin, Powerpuff Girls, SpongeBob SquarePants, Darkwing Duck, or Chippendale Rescue Rangers. And I'm going to tell you that I had a hard uh, uh, choice here because I, yeah. there's there's two that I really want to pick. Uh, but so I'll give you my pick, and I'll give you my runner-up. And if you don't want to count runner-ups, that's fine. The, my pick is Batman: The Animated Series. Uh, th- that is cartoon perfection. All right, there's Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill can be Batman and the Joker. Well, not really anymore, but um, you get like they are the Batman and Joker for me for all time. That hands down. But my runner-up was uh, Darkwing Duck. Cut. Too soon. Cut down in the prime of life, sadly. Uh, We should have gotten way more
0: Darkwing Duck.
2: He wants us to pick a a show per list, right? Is that what this is?
0: I thought it was we had to pick one of the lists.
2: No, you had to pick one show.
0: Okay. Yeah, I thought it was one show per list. I thought we had to pick, like, list A, list B, or list C. (laughs) Nope, it's one show. All three
2: of us interpreted this differently. All right. (laughs) Yep. I want to hear your one show. Let's go. All right, yep. My one show would also be Batman the Animated Series. There's no way it can't be. I mean, yeah, come on. But it, it, if we were to pick a show per list, like I thought this was, I would pick Gargoyles from B and Darkwing Duck from C. Can I, can I go back and do A, B, C?
1: Sure. It's, it's Batman the Animated Series, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Darkwing Duck.
2: Yeah. Animaniacs is a really close one. Ooh, if Animaniacs yeah, yeah. was anywhere I, else, here, here's it, the deal. Would, I, it would have gone above Gargoyles, and I, Gargoyles. I really I really want to pick Space
1: Ghost Coast to Coast because me and my friends uh, around 16, 17, 18, we loved that show. Uh, I mean, it was the base for a bunch of stupid inside jokes in our friend group. Um,
0: man, I loved it, but it it didn't can't be that. mmm Animaniac, South Park, and SpongeBob.
1: Wow. Tim, I'm gonna be honest with you. I did not take you for a SpongeBob fan.
0: I I grew up with my kids on that. So <laughs> <laughs> you like your money. SpongeBob <laughs> is hilarious. We quote SpongeBob around this house a lot. So great question though.
1: It, it was okay. a good, that's, good a, that's a fantastic question. One of my favorite questions we've ever been asked. Yeah. I'm gonna Thank be honest, you I, the questions Thank with you visual that. aids are Look, fun. I will say this to people who are listening to the show. Uh, we love to talk about Nintendo, but I love it when people ask us non-Nintendo questions or ask about music or preferences. Like we we talked about music a couple. Like, was it on last week's show? I think it was last week. Uh, yeah, I love talking about that stuff. So nice. yeah, please, please more of those questions. Do we want to continue on the Twitter questions while Go we're here? Go for it. Yeah, you got them. Go uh, for it. Okay, Koopa Kid eighty David Baleka asks, "What's the next first party Nintendo character franchise to get the movie or TV show treatment?" Do you think a TV series of any of them, if done properly, can be a huge success, a la The Last of Us on HBO? Any chance of them being rated for adults or more adult themed? Uh, my answer to that is no chance on a more adult themed Nintendo mainline IP. Um, I think Zelda w- is the obvious choice, right? I think Legend yeah. of Zelda is obvious choice. I think Zelda and Metroid. To think of the. In hmm. fact, one of my one of my predictions for this year, is that the Legend of Zelda animated movie will be announced <laughs> by the end of this year,
0: after the success of the Mario movie. See, I thought if anything was going to go the Last of Us route, it would be Metroid. Yeah. I Metroid just, man,
2: probably could pull a PG-13-ish Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think any other franchise could. Tim, Tim, here's what I think we would get more than
1: anything with Metroid is we would get like as far as Nintendo would push that envelope would be like almost akin to like Agents of Shield when it was on. Uh, You know, there was gunplay, there was violence, there was fighting, but it wasn't like like people
0: died, but it wasn't like I'll see that and I'll raise you if they want to stay the animated route. And get the Castlevania people to do that, a Metroid show. That I would, would be I would watch that in a
1: heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Ooh. Actually, Metroid you know, by Studio Trigger. Yeah, yes. I also think that they could do and follow me here. Follow me here because this is going to be out there, all right. But if Nintendo really wanted to capture them, young Animal Crossing preschooler show. Like the work. Muppet Babies. Okay. Yeah. I would that would work. Like the Muppet Babies. Yes. Starring Tom Nook and Isabel and all Get these cuddly, all these cuddly little characters, so that my I could yep. let my niece watch that instead of Coco Melon. That's a
0: free one for you, Doug. You're welcome to use it. Yep.
1: Miyamoto-san. You're welcome. <laughs> um David also had a second question here. Are uh, any of the dads excited for Resident Evil Four remake? It looks no. phenomenal. It looks He's, great. His his comment was, "I don't know about the karate combat, <laughs> but graphics
0: look great. They it looks great. I never mean, played an
2: RE game and never will.
0: Yeah, I, it uh, looks fantastic. Um, if it comes to the Switch, it'll probably be cloud version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and um,
1: yeah." I am not a Resident Evil fan. Like, I am, but I'm not. Like, I'm interested in it, but I don't play scary games. Like, that's that's another reason. Like, I'm playing The Last of Us Part uh, 1, and it's taken me a while. Like, I haven't picked it up in a week because the last part was really intense, and I, I just don't want to like, I can't deal with the shrieking and the jumping out, and the pee in the pants, and yeah. all that stuff, uh, you know. So, I don't do Resident Evil. I did play – The only Resident Evil game that I've ever played and finished was Resident Evil 2 on the Nintendo 64.
2: Impossible port, huh?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) It was fun. But, I mean, like, I I was a different headspace then. Uh, Last one. Last question here. Uh, The Funchy Bunch uh, asks, uh, what Marvel-style ending would you give the Super Mario Brothers movie?
0: I don't know what he means by that. Does he mean like the stingers or the, you know, the... Tri- uh, I the think he just means the like like
1: the way the movies have ended. Like, which one would you give? I, and and the, the first thing my mind goes to is um, the dance-off at the end of uh, Guardians 1 or the Ravager funeral at the end of Guardians 2. Oh, Because geez. both of what them the- were so visually different and like not what we're used to in marvel movies and both of them had like that was serious but it was also irreverent
0: mm-hmm.
2: how about the blip where half the people get dusted
1: <laughs> the end of the mario movie is bowser turning half of the mushroom kingdom into blocks that mario <laughs> then punches and kills come, back, like come back come back to part two in three years there's your dark and gritty Mario uh Nintendo show.
0: <laughs> what about you, Tim? Hmm. I was trying to because I was trying to think of what he meant by ending. It was like he meant by the credits or by just the I, th- end I of think I think he means but... the end of the movie. Okay. I think um we get introduced to um um shoot what's her name the the one from space the princess from space i'm drawing a blank the princess
2: talking about something from marvel
0: rosalina thank you um yeah rosalina shows up at the end of the movie to um and helps out but then that leads to uh obviously bowser wanting to go uh, take care you know to Steel or do whatever with Rosalina.
1: Can I throw out an actual, again, prediction, spoiler, whatever for the actual Mario movie that I think is going to happen, is that if there is an after credit scene, what we're going to see is Bowser, like, sulking in his castle, and then the door opens, and all we see is, like, it's storming outside or whatever, and all we see is a green pointy shoe connected to some purple overalls. Step into the frame. uh Oh, it's me, Mario! (laughs) Ha ha ha! I'm gonna steal Mario's castle that never pops up anywhere else in the lore. (laughs) (laughs) Why did Mario? Why does Mario? Like, like, guys, I know. Like, the Game Boy game is relevant now, right now, right? Why does Mario have a creepy castle in the middle of an island where there's a robotic statue built in his honor? Why? Why does Mario have a castle? He doesn't need a castle.
0: I never understood that's why he doesn't have one anymore.
1: <laughs> right? This is totally the most bonkers like thing. I don't know. I like if they had done it like it was a dream at the end, that'd be fine. It's still a fantastic game though. Nobody, nobody talks about that game. It needs a remake. They should do a Link's Awakening style remake. For Mario, Mario Land Two, like little toy Mario. I would love it. Buy all the amiibo. <laughs>
0: Anyway, good (laughs) questions. Tim, you've got some questions from lots of other places. Yes, we got one. We got one from our Patreon from Simon Hawkins. Hi, guys. I'm currently struggling to beat Metroid Prime at the end of Metroid Prime and seriously considering calling it a day at this point. Have you ever had a game where you found the ending too tough to beat and thought to yourself, well, I've had fun, so I'm happy to leave it here. Do you think it's okay to quit if it gets too tough? Thanks for the great show. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's ever been in an ending, but there's games that I've quit because I'm just like, this. Yeah. I'm not having yeah, fun anymore.
2: I, I can't think of any name, games off the top of my head where I d- stopped at the end. But, you know, like the original Kingdom Hearts, I got deep in and it, I got to a stuck point and stopped. Uh, Persona Q, I got. Jesse, there deep was
0: deep a in. recent game you were playing that you couldn't beat the last boss. Yeah, I know there was, but I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, and you were like, I think I, you were talking about calling it quits because you were just like, you just couldn't do it. Oh, what was that game? Shoot. You'll have to look at the last show's notes. I think you talked about yeah. the last show or the previous show before that. I'll check. But
2: yeah, but yeah, I know I, I got about halfway through Persona Q, which. Minish you know Cap. That... Minish oh, Cap. Yeah, I did finish it. Okay. But uh, yeah, that. And, yeah, because I, I, I mentioned last week uh, I I didn't like – I got frustrated with the four-sword mechanic because yes. your, your hitbox was just huge. But, uh, yeah, I did finish that. Yeah. Okay. I, like Like, a ha- little around halfway of Persona Q, still it was, like, 50 hours, so I was happy with – like, I felt like I got my money's worth out of it. Yep. So, Simon,
1: you, I was, You know, this- I thought of one. I okay. thought of one back in the day. Parasite Eve. On the the, oh, the PlayStation, really? really? Yeah, I was like, man, this game is awesome. And then I was got like maybe a quarter, uh, half of the way through it. I was like, this, I know. <laughs> and I think it was just like maybe I didn't understand the game or wasn't playing it right or something. I, I those are games I would love to see get remade.
2: I imagine Zelda Two would be on a lot of people's lists. Uh, oh yeah. Cause
0: okay. Because that 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 end game is just brutal. I was this close to doing that. To calling it quits on Metroid Dread, with that last boss. uh, Well, I called it quit way earlier on (laughs) that, right? Because it was just like everything I was doing, and I just like you know what? I didn't call it quit. I called it quits that night, and I was just like, I'll try again tomorrow, or the next time I play. Mm -hmm. I just was like, I'm gonna give it a go. Put set it down. Do something else. Go to sleep. Whatever it was. Next day, I came back at it fresh. And I was able to beat it. So
2: episode says the original Luigi's Mansion 300 attempts at King Boo and he noped out.
0: Really? <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. All right. That's a good one. All right. Thanks, Simon. Good that, question. Was a good, that was a great question. And then we got a bunch of them from uh, Discord. And then I know we got a voicemail from Christian. So, uh, but the Discord ones we got from Presto, the Magnificent. What's your favorite? Name. What's your favorite Kirby game? And if it's Forgotten Land, what's your favorite second? Or your what's your second favorite? Forgotten Land is probably my my newest favorite. Uh,
1: but my like I think like my my top before that rotated between two. And so I'm gonna say that as my second favorite. It, it's either Kirby uh, epic yarn for the Wii. Uh, or this, uh, the return to dreamland, uh, you know, and of course the deluxe one's coming out tomorrow. I'm super excited about that. But like it, the original, Wii, both of those came out on the week uh, okay. and, and Robobot, those planet Robobot for the 3ds. Those three are brilliant. Favorite Kirby games. Pri- prior to that, it had been Kirby's adventure for the NES because it was just that game took Kirby, like from like point A to point B, kind of cutesy games over to like actually being a, a robust game, like having secrets and things. So I,
0: I still have a love for that one. Planet Robobot for me, for sure. I'd say okay. Epic
2: Yarn. That would be like the the first Kirby game. I actually finally finished um, the most of the Kirby games I've played. I, I, it, I just doesn't catch my interest. And I stop within a second stage or second world. I did beat the original Game Boy Kirby when it was released on virtual console on the 3DS. But, you know, that was, you know, 13, 13, 14 years ago now. But yeah, I would say Epic Yard would be be my
0: favorite. Cool. I hope hope that meets Presto's expectations from us. So uh, move on to Mecca's question. What about a topic about how some recent games are requiring an online connection to play solo? Even I think how BS that is. Marty, you've shared your opinion on that. Yeah, I mean,
1: we covered this this earlier when talking about, um, you know, uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Yes. Uh, And, you know, here's another game that did that real recently is Multiverses. You can even play a tutorial in Multiverses without having to have an online connection, which is really like why. But do you notice a pattern there? both of those are Warner Brothers owned properties hmm. and so there are I think that that is there for monetization I think it's there for data collection so that they can sell you stuff because hmm. you agree to all their uh, you know end user license agreements you, you and that that entitles them to be able to email you about except oh except man. for the one that I didn't <laughs> right you know like Literally oh, yeah, did like, not. You uh you really like uh, Batman, so here's all the Batman stuff. Right. And then Batman starts showing up in your search history and all kinds of. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's alienating a, a a player base. And I will say this: I think Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. Is not going to do well. It's gonna it's gonna be another. Um, what was the last one? Gotham Knights. Um, yeah. And I think I don't know. I was hoping for, I hope that that's not the norm going forward. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah, I I was hoping for an Arkham Knight like game because that was a great game. Well,
1: no, I mean, I hope, I hope single player having to have an online connection is not the norm going forward.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. But yeah, but you know, the Gotham Knights was the game I was referring to where I read a little bit of the EULA and I said, no, I am not going to accept this, and I took the discount. Nice. Remind us again why. For it's people it, who might be curious. It's uh basically said that I I would grant them permission to install mo- software that could monitor things. Probably more for a PC model than a PlayStation model, but still that's not that's not cool. They want to know what you're playing and
1: what you're looking at, Jesse, <laughs> so know. they can sell, so they can make Batman into that.
2: Yeah, it sucks. Batman, but Batman is already dead, so who cares, right? Well, <laughs> they'll just resurrect
1: him and he'll be, I don't know, anyway. Again. It's BS. Mecca,
0: your BS detector is right. It's BS. Yes. Huge. Huge BS. Chris HL94 says, not really serious question, but I'd like to throw it out there. Um, if any of you have pulled the, I host a podcast card in social settings to convey that you are a big deal. No, I want to know if we've done that. No, my wife routinely says.
1: (laughs) Oh, my wife routinely says things like, well, you are, you know, the third ranked podcast, Nintendo podcast in Canada. Because yes. at one time we were, and then things happened and we're not anymore. I don't even know where we are. We're just a podcast. Y'all, y'all we don't even <laughs> keep listen, we don't even keep up with this. Yes. We don't like I know that if I said to any of my people, like, hey, look, here's my here's my Nintendo Dad's card, they would be like, What? I mean, I'll say it sometimes. I'll be like, I'm a podcaster. I'll just say it that way, and they'll be like, Oh, what podcast are you on? And I was like, Well. You know, one time I was doing three, Uh, and one for my church, one for a ministry, and and one for, and us Nintendo dads. And I always like, yeah, it's just me and some friends hanging out talking about Nintendo. Yep,
2: I'll say it in jest with people who already know. So, but but I won't say that. You know, in that literal serious tone.
0: Not only am I a dad, I'm a Nintendo dad. <laughs> i do look at my wife sometimes and i'm like hey
1: i am a national treasure yes you know i i like you know she's like
0: why are you like this i'm like well it's because i'm a national treasure
1: uh,
0: <laughs> he's got another question too who wins in a golden eye multiplayer match i don't think it's me or jesse i think it'd be between marty and justin it's not justin <laughs> all right it depends on if he picks odd job
1: or not. Okay. And Ooh. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to.
0: <laughs> but it's on Justin. All right. Well, I think we're going to have to find out about that. We'll have to do an online. Maybe uh, for Extra for four Life four this year. Yes. Maybe Extra Life. We'll do the
1: four four of us in GoldenEye.
0: Yes. Start brushing up on your skills, Jesse. That's what I need to do too. So. Fuck. <laughs> All right. The informant says or asks: Does Nintendo's peer-to-peer online setup for most of their games mean that those games will always be playable online, outside of the NSO subscription games, of course?
2: I well, there is a hook in there to ensure, currently that ensures that you are an NSO subscriber. You can't just you know create a new profile, play Smash Brothers, and expect to go online with it, but you know, a a patch, if they ever decide to shut NSO down, they could choose to patch their most popular games to allow a peer-to-peer connection directly, I suppose. But they would need some sort of back-end to derive that matchmaking. Unless, you know, I don't know. I don't know how it works with the friends list versus random, but I think, you know, out of the box, no. It still needs interaction with the Nintendo servers even though ultimately they're outside of it when it comes to the actual gameplay.
0: That's right understanding. <laughs> All right. TK03, I grew up loving Banjo-Kazooie and Tooie. Playing these made me play other rare games that I missed in future titles. What were the dad's must-play rare wares games on any console and handheld?
2: Hmm.
1: Ooh, that's a good question. I'm gonna to have to go back and look at a list, but the first game that comes to mind immediately is Battletoads. I uh, I definitely think that you need to play uh that. And
2: uh what what other rare games are Perfect Dark was pretty good? I remember liking RC Pro Am back in the day. Yes, god forgot about that one. RC Pro Am like i like, like the first, I don't remember how many courses there were, but it before they started looping, but I got I I got to the point where I was able to get the the gold trophy for for every course. Hmm. I, I tried okay. playing that with rare play, and I'm like, I don't remember how to play this game anymore.
1: <laughs> I mean, Goldeneye is. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I mean, it's that's that's pretty much a given. Um, but man, there they had some, you know, there was a game that they published uh when the Xbox 360 first came out called Cameo, where you could turn into different creatures. And I've I like it was a launch title, and I think it didn't get great reviews, but it wasn't bad, it was actually pretty fun. Um and they've got they've got and I will tell you another one too that I wish that Nintendo, uh, I had the rights to. I don't know if they still do or maybe Rare completely owns them. Uh, is Killer Instinct? I think that's. I know it came out on Xbox, but I think that that could almost be revived if done right. I don't know the Xbox did it right,
0: but that it, Tim any any rare games for you. To be honest, the Golden Eye game was the thing that really put Rare on the map for me, because um, I really didn't pay attention to who made the games up until that point.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: obviously, seeing that Rare symbol kind of you know floating at the beginning of the game, and then you're like, oh, that's interesting, and then you find out, then you start seeing more and more who's making what games, and it's like, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a ton of games because I'm looking at the Wikipedia list of games that
1: they made that I didn't even realize that they had made yeah. uh, like uh, Marble Madness for the for the NES, which I loved back in the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wizards and Warriors, too. I, I love that game back in the day and with the original Wizards and Warriors.
2: Yeah, I think, um, I think they did a lot of the. The board game, like, uh, mm-hmm, they, did. they did also like the Jeopardy's and Wheel well, of Fortunes. There's um, this
1: game that came out right at the end of the NES lifecycle that Nintendo did a huge cover story on for Nintendo Power, uh, but uh, ended up I never could find it, it was uh, Snake Rattle and Roll. Mm. It was of kind of, of like an isometric it. uh game where you played as a snake and like went through these levels and like you could eat different things that would make make the snake longer and have more life. And there was all these different, it was, it was kind of weird looking too. It kind of had like a, like all the stages were like checkerboards and different colors. And I, I don't know. I always just thought
0: it was a really cool well, game. What really did it for me was Sesame street, ABC one, two, three. Oh that's, man. That's what did it for me. For sure.
1: If they, if they would bring that to the virtual co- to the, to the NSO, I my life remake. would be complete.
2: I want a remake of that. is asking about Conquer. I never played it. Does anyone else play that? I did not.
1: I did not play Conquer's Bad Fur Day. I know I'm a
2: terrible. I've heard of it,
1: but I'm a terrible person. And and I will <laughs> say this, I know a lot of people raved about Battletoads when it came back out, you know, in like the 2020 Battletoads. I thought it kind of sucked. It was very like it didn't control well. It was really kind of slow. And all I'm the sure enemies, not the
0: only one on that, all the
1: enemies <laughs> take like so much damage to kill. I get like maybe they were trying to like recreate that sense of difficulty, but man, it was, that was a huge yeah. letdown. So I heard, I had several people on my timeline that were like, oh, Battletoads is awesome. It's the best thing ever.
0: Eh, it was okay. I think it'd be, it'd be a lot better if it was on the Switch. Well, with that, we got a voicemail from Christian. Let's take a listen.
2: Hey, Nintendo Dad, it's me Christian. I was just calling because we are super excited about Nintendo's new movie coming out for uh, this coming April, Super Mario Brothers movie, obviously. And we're just thinking, me and my family, man, if this movie turns out to be amazing, does this open the door for other Nintendo IPs to become moviefied? And if it does, you know what my movie would be? I really would be desperate to see a gritty take on Star Fox, like a really
1: great, like, PG-13 Star Fox. Well, that's my
2: take on that. Uh, hopefully that ever happens. That would happen soon. Um, what are your guys' movies uh, that you'd like to have Nintendo take on with one of their IPs? I hope you guys are doing great, and I'll talk to you later. Bye.
0: Yeah, I know we I know we kind of touched on that with the other question as well, but Star Fox one is actually... We didn't even I mean, think about Star Fox, did we? Yeah.
2: Maybe, maybe they can use the Muppets.
0: Uh, was... <laughs> that would be awesome. That
1: would well, be awesome. A, Jesse, it would almost, in that case, it would be kind of like the Thunderbirds. Exactly. Yeah. Star yes. Fox, go! It, it could be totally PG-13 with that too. As long as they had the original voice actor for Star Fox, I mean, for General Pepper... He's like Star Fox. We need your help. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, that, that's a great idea, though. I would. I would go to. I'd go to watch Star Fox. Yeah, that would be awesome.
0: It here's be what I think.
1: Too. Here's what I think we're actually going to see. Um, this is just me spitballing. Um, I think Nintendo bought that. That. Uh, Movie production company. Do you remember that they like? Yes, yeah, I, I think they did that so that when the Mario movie blows up and it's going to, they can produce Netflix series and things like that for other IP. And Makes they do sense, it in house. Ha- they do it in house, right? Yeah. They do it in house, so they they like they get to control it because that's really what it's about. It's really Makes about sense. Nintendo controlling their IP. Oh, yeah. So they present it in
2: the correct way. I still would love to see Studio Trigger do something with Nintendo. Yes, <laughs> like I, you know, guys, that
1: that is the control of the IP is exactly the reason that we have not seen a Nintendo
2: representative in Fortnite yet. Right. In case, in case for the people who don't know who Studio Trigger is, they did like Kill a Kill uh, 10, 12 years ago, and they re- recently they they recently did the Cyberpunk anime. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo would never do that. I'm sorry.
1: It <laughs> would never happen. Never say
0: never, Marty. Never say never.
1: Well, I know, I know. I said there would never be another Mario movie, and here we are. Well, speaking of never say never, guys, it's time to shut this show down uh, for the week. We want to thank you for tuning in to episode 415 of Nintendo Dads. And as we close out, we want to say a huge thanks to our uh, Patreon producers. That's Dave Ernsberger, RJ Kern, and Jacqueline Amira. We also want to say a huge thanks to over uh, 6,600 of you, approaching 6,700 of you that follow us over on YouTube. You're subscribing, you're commenting, you're liking our videos. We love it. Uh, all We're two away from 1,400 followers on Twitch, and we've got 20 Twitch Prime subscribers that throw that Twitch Prime subscription our way each uh, month and get access to our Discord community and activities by doing that. Be sure that you go over to Spotify and check out on our on our website, nintendodads.org. You will find Spotify podcast feeds on uh, that page for all of our shows, all of the Nintendo Dads Family of Podcasts. That's Game Pass News, where Nick and Sean go over the week's Xbox News. Dads After Dark, where Drew and John talk about video games, TV shows, sports, wifey stories, and other inappropriate stuff. Uh, or you can check out the Retro Logic family of podcasts over there Retro Logic, On Topic Retro, Retro Groove, and Film Logic uh, with a rotating cast of characters uh, talking about everything from movies to music to video games. Uh, you can also find our YouTube videos over there, uh, social media links, Patreon, Extra Life, and Nintendo Dads merch. And you can find us in most places. Just type in Nintendo Dads and we'll be there. Email us at nintendodadsgmail.com at or call in like Christian. And leave a voicemail at 929-25-NDADS. That's 929-256-3237. We want to say a big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. And a reminder that wherever you listen to us audio-wise, your podcast, your podcatcher app of choice, give us a five-star written review. It helps people find the show, and it pushes us on up the thing. We We could become the third most popular Nintendo podcast in Canada again, and all it takes is your help. So for me, for Jesse, and for Tim, who is fired, and Justin, that's gross. Tim, what? Ugh. I'm
0: eating chocolate. I'm just eating some chocolate. Let me eat my chocolate while you're doing the credits. Come on, it's okay. You're fired. It's
1: <laughs> been episode 415 in Nintendo Dance. We'll see you next week. Tim, you're hired back.
2: Bye-bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.
0: Do you know who I am? Nintendo Dads